Hi everyone, this is Jack and thanks for tuning in and downloading today's episode. As we embrace 2021, Monica and I just wanted to say thank you for all your continued support and great feedback. Please don't forget to sign up for our mastermind group at visualwow.com slash mastermind. The content continues to grow. You can often catch live events as well as sign up for online portfolio reviews with either Monica or myself. Again, thanks for all your support. And now, on with today's episode. Next up on Visual Wow. I can talk to somebody and just kind of get a feel for their vibe, what's going to work for them, what's not going to work, and we go from there. It's just, it's a little bit more than just a straight up portrait. There's some, some magic that I like to throw into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Visual Wow. The podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartsman. Welcome back, Visual community. I am Jack Hartsman, your host, and it's Photo Friday. And I am here today with Mina Habibi from Mina Habibi Portrait Artistry. A really cool project, a really cool company, and someone who uses really cool adjectives like I do about portraiture and the beauty of photography. Uh, Mina, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today. Uh, thank you. Uh, always great to have uh, fellow photographers, and we're almost in each other's backyards. You're on one side of the Potomac, I'm on the other. Um, and luckily, there are bridges to get us from point A to point B, because <laughs> I gave up swimming across the Potomac River years ago. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things that really caught my attention about you is terms that you use daily, like branding photography, um, personal branding photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a little bit of an idea on where your photography began and how you kind of worked your way into this portrait artistry level of, of, uh, of your studio work. Sure. So I began um, with my film camera back in, I don't know, after I graduated from college in uh, 2000, taking photos of my husband's band at the time. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Loved to capture the energy of that. Never had any inkling of being a photographer. It was just hobby stuff. And then I got a DSLR, which made taking band photos easier and cheaper. And then I started following some creatives online with their blogs and noticed these different family style portraits and engagement portraits and, you know, things like that. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. And Um, some friends knew that I, uh, played with my camera with my husband's band and they were like, well, how about, you know, would you be interested in taking some pictures of my newborn baby or my family? And I was like, sure. And so it just kind of progressed from there. And in 2008, I took a a four month long yoga teacher training. Um, and so I, I had some roots in the yoga community um, started photographing women shortly after that because I was so intimately involved with these women for four months and learning about each other and really got into this whole goddess kind of element with portraiture. And then a lot of the yoga teachers started asking me, hey, I need some pictures for my website. We weren't even calling it branding photography that I knew of at the time. And I was like, okay, well, let's go to the studio and get you some yoga pictures. We can do them inside. We can do them outside. And and even some of the just regular portraits that I was taking of these women, 
where we were just kind of playing around outside with a cowboy hat and a bottle of tequila and stuff like that. They started using them for their website because that was the the time when a lot of these personal brands started developing uh, like Marie Forleo and people like that, where their business was them and what they were doing. And so that's where the personal branding came from where it originated. And then um, when I left my job in 2015, I started doing networking events where I had to get out and meet people in order to make money and run my business. And having that foot in the business door, meeting all of these other business owners led to the explosion of personal branding and branding photography because everybody needed stuff to put on their website or put on their business card or their postcards or whatever. And so it just kind of took off from there. And the, the artistry for me comes from certain editing techniques that I'll use based on that person and their energy or uh, where we go, the locations. It's just, it's a little bit more than just a straight up portrait. There's some, some magic that I like to throw into it. Well, I got to tell you, just looking at your Instagram page, uh, of course, at Instagram.com slash Mina Habibi Portrait Artist. Um, I noticed that you are very female centric, or at least in the last couple of months on your website. Yeah. And I, as a male photographer, has some personal feelings about that. It usually means to me that you're very in tune with people's emotions. And I know you do have some couples and a couple of rock stars at the bottom of your at your page, and I always respect <laughs> that. I'm assuming one of those is your husband. But you have a beautiful connection with women, and I think whether it's your love for flowers or your yoga background, you seem to really be spiritually connected. You've got great energy as we get a chance to look at each other via Zoom during this interview. Uh, you, you've got great energy, and we spoke last week um, kind of in a preliminary together, you and I, and I could even feel that through the phone. So I, I just yeah. think that certain people, you're welcome, you're welcome. And I think in this day and age of all the craziness going on and every other piece of bad news that's going on, Real. You know, I, I caught you online over the last couple of months. I mean, you and I have been playing tag since it seems like October or November. And I don't know. I, I, I think I get this from my mom. Um, that's a shout out to you, mom. 85 years old. Keep on doing it. Um, you know, my mom was always about good energy and everything she did. She was a teacher and a dance teacher. And she always, um, she just, she just, people with good energy gravitated to her and with her good energy was very magnetic and gravitating towards other people and so I feel your spirituality and I feel your good energy and I think that is very well communicated in your artistry so kudos to you on that department Thank are you, you still are you are you just doing yoga or are you an instructor also I'm an instructor also I've, I've been teaching for um, almost 20 years and it's you know been in a variety of ways whether it's I was doing it full-time for a while, uh, then just maybe a couple classes a week. Now I'm down to one class a week, which is like a good, um, that's, that's good for me. And um, it, it, I vacillate between, do I give this up? Is it really worth it? When I have to like shut everything off at like 4.30 sharp on Thursday, and I'm like right in the middle of something. And, and then when I'm done, I feel so good from sharing that gift with other people that I'm like, I, yeah, I just... I can't not 
do this. So, And then kind of tying together with your yoga background, uh, I love the way you put this in your bio. You're also a flower junkie. How does- I am a flower junkie. Um, just any kind of flowers. I want to grow them. I want to cut them. I want to have them in the house. Um, I have a, a personal project I want to start working on, which is creating flower oracle cards. Um, and I want to try and do that in watercolor. We'll see how well that goes. Or maybe I'll just take pictures and do something with that instead. Um, but it's just, it's become an obsession. And um, as soon as spring hits and little things start popping up, I'm out there every single day looking to see, okay, that little sprout, what kind of flower is that? And then, you know, okay, is that a weed or is it a flower? Do I let it go? Because a weed can be a beautiful flower too. So (laughs) yeah, I'm a total flower junkie. I love that. I love that. Again, (laughs) going back to your good nature and your core and, uh, and, and dealing with nature like that. I, I, it's a great parlay. The yoga, the photography, the portrait artistry. I can, as a portrait artist, I see how all those connect and connect very easily. Yeah, um, honestly, before I started taking pictures of people, um, and I got the DSLR, I was like taking pictures of flowers like they were people, um, just to practice and play and different angles and light and that kind of thing. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So. Treat me like a customer for a moment. I'm a potential person looking for, let's not call it branding, but hey, um, I really need a headshot or I need a really good portrait of myself for whatever my widget might be, my business, my brochure. How do you approach that? Treat me like a customer. How do you talk to me about why you're the right person uh, to be a part of you and your camera and your journey? Sure. So um, the first thing I'm going to do is is probably ask you how you want to be visible. Do you need to be visible uh, on a website? Do you want to be visible in social media? How do you want to be seen? And then the next thing is with that aspect of being seen, how do you want to feel when you see yourself? And then how do you want potential clients to feel when they see you? Um, and so as we start to talk about these feelings, which is, is funny because I've, I've never been an, an overtly feely type of person, but a lot of my work is very much based on feelings, either yours or potential clients. And then so from there, we start to have a dialogue about, you know, these different feelings and sensations. And then, you know, I, I just kind of talk people through the process of how we're going to, how we would work together which uh, we start with a questionnaire where I ask you to kind of dig deep. And so I never push people to do that quickly. Um, And then based on your answers to that questionnaire, um, that's going to inform me on how to approach things, where we go, what to wear, how to guide you, all of that. And the, the biggest thing that I tell people about working with me is that I'm going to see you in all of these things. And, and I get a little quirky with that. Um, woo woo, as some people might call it, um, where an, an astrologer told me once you have the gift of sight. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And I was like, obviously I can see. And she's like, well, you know, intuitive sight, foresight, hindsight, all of that. And I was like, Oh, cool. Well, I'm going to use that. And, and honestly it's true. And, and, and just like the intuitive sight, I, I can talk to somebody and just kind of get a feel for their vibe, what's going to work for them, what's not going to work, and we go from there. One of the things that I like about your Instagram page is you don't do repetitious photographs of the same person. 
Uh, I know a lot of people who just put up way too many pictures of the same people wearing the same outfit uh, with with three or four or five or six different poses. And one of the things I really like about your site is that you show a lot of triplicates or triplets, as I like to call them, three shots of a person. But you show them in completely different settings and in completely different, mm-hmm. um, you know, different attire and, and really completely different moods. And um, I, I just think it's a really cool concept. And just your whole concept of uh, personal branding photography. Uh, I've been in this game a long time, and I've, I've never heard it put that way. But defined, it's really great. I mean, you're doing personal photography at the same time that you're branding people for their own purpose, whether it's social or corporate, you know, for their, for their own personal use or for a business use. Mm-hmm. And I think the personal branding photography is a great way to, to label that and, and, and call it a product. I would ask you how it really looks like you're dealing with some people who maybe were not so forthcoming when they first came to your door and you really dug down deep to pull out their emotions and their, and their um, I don't know, connection to your photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, any special tricks of the trade that you have to, to kind of get people to give themselves to you? Yeah, so I actually have had people come to me asking for photography and when they couldn't answer some of the questions on the questionnaire, I was like, you're not ready yet. You know, if we do this now, you're not going to get what you want. Um, So there's that piece of it. And then there's the people that I've had definitely had clients that were like, yeah, I don't know about this. And, you know, I'm not feeling that too much or whatever. And and I'm like, that's fine. And and we go ahead and work together anyway. And it always turns out great. But, uh, you know, I tell them that in doing this process of digging deep and just taking the time to really think about things, um, that they're going to get to know themselves better and they're really going to get some clarity on what they want to put out there. Um, Because you don't want to, you just don't want to put anything out there. You definitely don't want to put out stuff that's not going to resonate with your audience if this is for your brand and your business. So taking that time, um, to get clear and dive deep for those answers helps people to resonate with their audience as well as get their own confidence and empowerment up because they get to know themselves a little bit better. And tying back with your yoga background and spirituality, I know that you're really big into self-help um, and how that's really the core of not just a person, but how it affects their business. Uh, maybe you can elaborate that uh, on that a little bit. And I always like to say, I learn so much more when I'm not talking. So you're on. <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, so the whole uh, self-help, self-care thing, um, I have learned, especially over the last year, that we have to take time to care for ourselves before we do anything. Because if if we're not able to fully show up, um, because we're tired, exhausted, overwhelmed, dehydrated, um, stiff, uh, angry, whatever, the whole day is going to unfold in just a nasty way. It's not going to flow. Um, you might get into altercations with your partner or uh, people you're working with. Um, you might run into tech issues that you can't deal with. And so, the whole self-care thing of just taking some time to take care of myself, even if that's making sure I drink enough water, which that's like my thing 
all the time. It's like, I have to drink enough water because it helps to keep us grounded. Um, if we're not grounded, next thing you know, you're you're three hours in on Facebook and you don't know what the hell you've done with your day, right? So keeping that sense of being grounded and centered, making sure you stop to eat so that, you know, you're not, next thing you know, having low blood sugar and you're like falling off the rails, like losing your mind because you're, you're, you're starving to death. Taking time to move in the morning. Uh, I have a, a pretty decent morning routine. I, I struggle re- with routines because I feel like they can be suffocating sometimes. But I also know that I need that structure and foundation. So I kind of mix up what I do from day to day. But it always starts with water, taking some time to either meditate or just sit and breathe or just sit and stare without getting onto phone, email, social media, first thing. And then I try and move in the morning. So I I front load my day in a good way that helps me to just kind of go all day long. And then my new thing with self-care is to turn the computer off by a certain time so that I can just disconnect from everything. I, and last year, I, I, totally, the overwhelm. I totally appreciate that part. You got to turn off the computer to get your. Oh my god, going. do you? Because I mean, I could keep going all night. Sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily a night owl anymore. But like, if I if I get going, next thing I know, it could be eleven or something, and I'm like, that's not healthy. Ten o'clock is like my bedtime. So. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So you're very in tune with people's inner self. How do you? deliver your finished product are people coming to you just for digital images are you making wall art tell me about your finished product from an artistry standpoint and as a deliverable sure um so i deliver digital images to branding clients um because they they need a lot of content and they're not looking for um things to hang on the wall or albums or things like that so they get digital images but they get images that are edited to the feel of them their business and their session so one of the things i like to say is i'm extremely versatile and and that's uh just come from experience in a a variety of industries um where i could have a client who is very deep and resonates with dark rich saturated color or i could have a client that has a very light and airy presence and dark saturated color would not work for them and so i edit and well first of all make sure i shoot that it'll work that way um but then add just little editing enhancements that pull up that essence and magic of that person in their business. So that's their deliverable. For families and regular portrait sessions, their deliverable is in a package. So there's a sitting fee, and then they can get a package of certain amount of digitals, certain amount of digitals with an album, certain amount with wall art, and then they can buy a la carte wall art as well or uh, products. I tried the product route for a while and it, I just couldn't be bothered with it all the time. The truth. <laughs> I was like, that's way too much work. So. You have you have seemingly thought through everything. You've got great <laughs> answers to this stuff. Um, I mentioned your, uh, your Instagram page. Um, what's the best way for people to get to you via email and your website? So website is minahabibi.com. That's M-I-N-A-H-A-B-I-B-I.com. And my email is mina at minahabibi.com. Or on my website at the in the top menu is a 
get my newsletter or get my emails tab where you can subscribe to get my newsletter that is hopefully going to be coming out on a more consistent basis this year. <laughs> understood. Understood. Listen, I'm really, like I said before, I think you've got a great thing going. I like your style. I think your Instagram is extremely well thought through. And uh, it seems like, again, somewhere between your, your love of nature and your yoga background, you've got a great connection with people. Um, it really shows through your work. And I, I truly appreciate the the time that you've given to me and to the listening audience. And hey, everybody, uh, a little feedback would be really nice. Mina's got a great product here. You can always send your feedback to me at jacketvisualwow.com. Leave us a review at Apple Podcast. And uh, just keep us in mind. Let us know what's going on. Your feedback helps us get on more great uh, guests like Mina. And I really I, I appreciate the support, and I know she will also. Let us know what you think of the episodes. Uh, Mina, uh, we are rounding out January right now. We are hearing the word vaccine. Hopefully, we're all going to be able to get back to work sometime in the not-too-distant future. Um, any uh, last words of wisdom and the spiritual side of the world to help people find their inner something and have pictures taken by you at your studio? Um, so, last words of wisdom would be just know that it's all going to be okay. <laughs> Everything's going to work out. Um, I've been shooting... Um, since last year, so June was my first session. I've done in-person se sessions since last June. Not as many as a normal year, um, but still did them. Um, some people were like, oh, we don't need to bother with masks. I'm like, okay, whatever. Some people were like, please wear a mask. I was like, of course, no problem. Um, you know, so I feel like if we just know that it's all going to be okay and it's all going to work out, it will. And it seems to have been um in spite of the last year i'm all about positive thoughts and you certainly have a whole bunch of those <laughs> and again i really appreciate it. i'm glad after the months of trying we finally got our, our heads together and we're able Likewise. to have this conversation to the visual wild listening audience thanks so much for tuning in uh really do your, do yourself and your business uh, a little extra swift kick in the tush and and take a look at mina's work mina habibi on instagram and minahabibi.com she's got some great work i think it's very inspiring for everybody uh, i'm jack hartsman your host thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time bye-bye thanks Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.